Ahoy, hoy. So, welcome to uh, another episode of Potty Humor. I'm Sean Anthony. I'm Matt Framit. Damn it, Framit. What's up with you? Right now, uh, <clears throat> had a very late dinner. What'd and, you eat? Um, we just went to Chili's because we were like, oh, we need to eat somewhere close so we can eat and get home and uh, goof off. And Liz is doing some work and I'm halfway doing some work and then um so the delay <clears throat> it was a little later than I anticipated so I grab a, a glass to pour my beverage mm-hmm. and I, was, I put in a lot of ice okay pour in the alcohol and then I pour in the mix and I'm like wait a minute and I take a sip and I'm like oh shit I mean, it's way too strong so I gotta get a bigger glass so there there, and there was the delay I needed a bigger glass so I can put in more non-alcoholic drink into the alcohol drink so that it was like not going to knock me out of my ass. That's what she said. I had a few drinks already. Really? What'd you have? Uh, I got home uh, once I was done with work. um, I realized the mix of soju and blackberry ginger ale is quite delightful. Blackberry ginger ale and what? Soju. It's uh, rice wine. It's like the national alcoholic beverage of South Korea. Okay. You can find that any, at, um, well, here in, in Virginia, you can go to ABC stores and it's, I don't know what section it's in. It's some, some, I don't know if it's like spirits. <clears throat> it's not super high in alcohol content. It's depending on what type you get, it's anywhere between 17 and 19.3%, which is what I was drinking today. And then I had a big beer at dinner, and now I'll be, now I'm to my tried and true, which is, can you guess? Oh, absolute. Yeah. What that big is, beer did you have? Uh, Goose IPA. I'm not normally an IPA <clears throat> fan, but it's, as far as the stuff that's on tap there at Chili's, it's highest in alcohol content. <clears throat> okay. So, I'll get a big glass of that, and uh, yeah, of the choices they have, it's the most economical. I see. And let's see, Sean, you are. I'm gonna go ahead and say you're also on your trying to and go with Tito's. I am sipping on Tito's, precisely. So as I mentioned to you earlier, <clears throat> I was listening to, uh, I guess it's your radio show. Do you, when, now when do you record these and then you, uh, you uploaded it to YouTube it, as according to YouTube three weeks ago? Well, I don't record it. I do the show live every Sunday, 3 yeah. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then what I do is I uh, download it, edit, edit out the commercials. Yeah. And I upload it to my YouTube channel. Okay. So how... Uh, how much time in between the record, actual recording to upload? Well, I usually um, do all all that uploaded Monday. The show okay. is on Sundays. Yeah, I usually do it and, and up, upload it on Mondays. But my MacBook Pro crashed on me last week, so you know it has inhibited me. Uh, it, it, it hasn't inhibited me, but it is. Uh, delayed some of my my production my work that i do ah. so I've, I've had to uh improvise in fact that's what i was doing tonight 
at the school that I teach at is producing the video from last week's show and then yesterday's show. I just uploaded both of those to my YouTube channel tonight, just about a, a, a little over an hour ago. I see. Yeah. Well, I was listening to, it, it was part one of the two part of, of social media addiction. Okay. And I, I didn't get to the whole thing, so I was trying to listen to it at work, and I kept getting interruptions. You said you was listening to which part now? Say it again. Part one of part two uh, of two of a two part one. It's a total of running time of thirty five minutes on the YouTube channel. And I was trying to listen to it at work, <clears throat> but uh, what was I, it? What was what was the title of it? Do you remember? Let me pull it up here because it's actually going to be in my recent history. <clears throat> So part of it was I was hoping, you know, I was listening to see if there was um, something I could add to it tonight because there's a certain point. It, you started off talking about a... Um, if you pull you up the YouTube to... channel, it should tell you the title <clears throat> so I can I know precisely what you were talking about. Hold on, my history... There so we go. You were this YouTube? is yeah the addiction to social media hour one. Okay, the addiction to social media. All right. I got a little over halfway the first one. Like I said, I was listening to it at work, and I I was getting a ton of interruptions. So what what's your your take, man, on, on what you've heard? You know, and how the show flows and everything. Like I said, uh, it. I told you in text. I I enjoy the content very much of the ones I've gone back and listened to. Now this one, in particular, was fascinating because you know I, I've, I like to reflect a lot on the things you talk about, and, and this one is, I guess it's even the age of the internet. I was thinking about is this is it really a double edged sword or is it just one of those two sides of a coin type of thing because in in some respects it has allowed people to kind of get far-reaching audience for lack of better terms because you may not be looking for an audience but you can meet people across the globe that share similar interests with you and get different perspectives because you know you start with one thing in common and then it leads to a bunch of other things like maybe it you know certain differences you get other people's perspectives on things and i find that sort of thing fascinating on the other hand <clears throat> i i don't remember what what it was but there was some study done on i can't cite it but it for the younger generations that grow up on it like that's all they know like you and i grew up knowing um i need to if i want to know other people i gotta actually walk down the street and meet the neighbor kids Versus kids that grew up in this era, it, it inhibits their ability to socialize because, and and if this this particularly hit with the uh, like the the new working class that's coming up, they don't have social skills, therefore they don't do really well in job interviews because they're so used to um, interacting with people digitally, whether it be email text messaging, social media. They're not used to the face-to-face -face thing. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, as a society, it's, it's definitely 
hurting people because, like I said, if if you can't socialize in the real world and you rely so much on these types of interactions, you're it, it's going to affect your ability to get a job. It's essentially what what the article is talking about. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah, man. And the funny thing is now you know the more we're going to talk about it is that's where your job security is if you're able to <clears throat> do all the behind scenes stuff around this technology. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. In a good, <laughs> I don't know how to put it. It's kind of funny. It's like you almost have to be an antisocial computer geek to get jobs to make more antisocial computer geeks. Because mm-hmm. um, and you know you look on YouTube, you see young YouTubers with channels, and they're doing all this like video editing, and but you throw them in a social situation with actual people, and they're like, they don't know how to interact. It's like a tight butthole. It's like, oh, <laughs> don't make me talk to people. Oh, fuck you, no. Right. But you throw right. them in front of a camera on a YouTube channel, and they just won't shut the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a it's it is like an addiction because I don't know anything about. I've never been addicted to any kind of illegal substance. But you sure. Illegal. You sure. Substance. Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Illegal. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't really have an addictive personality. But um, never, I mean, I've never really known an addict, to be honest, but they don't really trust the way movies, TV, they're portrayed because I was commenting, um, I don't know what TV show we were watching, but somebody was smoking marijuana on TV or they were alleging to smoking marijuana and then they go to this like weird chippy shit. I was like, marijuana isn't like that. (laughs) And so I was like questioning how drug addicts are portrayed and stuff, but it's, I don't know. So I can't really compare it to any real world experience as far as something that's not social media addiction. You know what I mean? Well, what, what, what you've seen, Matt, like what you just described as far as, you know, how they portrayed a, a drug addict. Like you, you, you said, I'm paraphrasing <laughs> what you just said, right? How they portrayed a drug addict you mm-hmm. watched on TV. That's the uh, social engineering. Yeah. And, be, be, and the media behind that, you know? Which I which I talk about and correlate how it is in social media, you know. There's <laughs> the predictive programming, you know. It's done on purpose the way things move on, on the social media. Believe it. Oh yeah, that, <clears throat> that type of addiction I can clearly see. Like that's that's an easy one to spot, but I I don't think I could actually spot like a heroin addict on the street. But I can definitely spot someone who's addicted to their phone. Right. Right. Yep. Because they can't not put something. it down. You can't have a com- an eye-to-eye conversation with them. No. And um, it's a, another silly uh, internet cartoon I saw. And it's, I even hate to even bring up that that's what I saw, but that's that's where I saw it. Was... The, uh, another difference in today's age, the digital age, versus when you and I grew up, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's a simple thing. So 
it starts off with like a, a kid in the eighties or some kids in the eighties. They're saying, having a conversation. And it's the, the question is, who's your favorite, you know, what bands do you like? And then, you know, the other kids spouting off like a ton of names just off the top of his head. And, you know, you fast forward to 2018 or 19 <clears throat> over this year. Same question. What bands do you like? Hold on. Let me check my phone. <laughs> like how fucking not into it that you don't even know their names. You have to check your iPod or, or whatever device you well, use to listen to music to well, name off those bands. Right. Well, to give you perspective, the world of information is at the palm of your hand. Which is great. <clears throat> right. So, so you got to understand that from someone that um, you know, grew up in a different era, a time than you. They they only know what they know. Well, they Their they know where to get information. They can't retain anything. <clears throat> That's the problem. They can't retain anything. Well, whether it's the problem or the solution, the point. What I'm saying is that you know, this is all they know. There's a. I'm gonna send you a link of a show. That explain what I'm what I'm what I'm what I'm paraphrasing now. I'm looking at my uh, there's this one particular show that I think, you know, because what I break down is the difference of generations that's going on. You know, I've been fortunate enough to have been in this radio broadcasting industry for you know at least a couple of decades. You know what I mean? Mm. And 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 one thing that I've noticed is that uh, hold on a second I'm looking I'm trying to f- find this particular one I want to send to you AI is your personal friend uh, shoot alright I'm sorry man what, what was I just what were we just saying <clears throat> um, it's what they know like the kids raised this day but it's still basic question is and, and this was another thing I was thinking about as I was listening to your podcast today. Uh, when, you, when you mentioned the mom who was on her phone the whole time. <clears throat> oh, okay. At the restaurant. I was at the restaurant. Yeah. And, and what, it got me, what it got me thinking about is it, it's not a matter of who's at fault, but it's more of what are they trying to get out of the experience. Now, some parents, and, and I've seen it, they like to have those devices because it's a, it's a babysitter that you don't have to pay by the hour necessarily. You, you pay for the data, you pay for the device, and it's a babysitter. And, and, that's the, the, and that's where it gets to, that's what they know. It's like, well, that's what was, in some cases, may have been forced upon them. Or, I mean, it, it is, it's a convenience some, for some people, they may see it that way. Well, yeah, man, it, it's everything that you mentioned and beyond. It's it's designed the apps, the social media, social media apps, the smartphones. They're designed to keep your attention. There's there's things that have that are done that they've created how, on the creation part of this technology that they do intentionally 
with psychological effects. They they program it with psychology in mind to get oh. you to provoke a certain response, yep. a reaction. You understand? So, uh, you know, our reaction these, is part of the experiment per se. Well, what it does, and this this is research, and and and, and articles and white papers and documents and. Everything that backs up what I'm about to say. These apps and, and uh, new devices such as the smartphones, etc., they're designed uh, to, to mm. keep you wanting more. And it, it chemicals, it causes the same chemical release in the brain, um, dopamine. It produces dopamine like when you go to Las Vegas to play the slots and you put your money in a machine, you pull the lever, and then the slot machine keeps rotating and rotating and you're anticipating, you know, that same psychology of anticipating whether you got, you know, three of a kind or anything like that is the same uh, uh, ideology that they do. They put in the, uh, when you go on your on a Facebook, on your phone, and you swipe down on your screen to refresh that one point or two point four seconds that it takes for your smartphone screen to refresh when you swipe down. They created it intentionally to for you to do that with the same anticipation that that you if you were at Las Vegas at the slot machines. And it releases the chemical dopamine in the brain. Fascinating. <clears throat> so here, here's a fun, not even a fact. Here's a, a, another observation. I don't know how true it is. Building on, on, on that whole concept. Uh, there, there was an episode of South Park a couple of years ago within the last uh, two, two or three seasons. <clears throat> and they touch on this topic. And the name of the episode is freemium isn't free. And it actually talks about these types of things. What well, one of them is comparing one of the kids being addicted to a game where you spend, you know, 49 cents every so often, but it adds up. Um, that turns into a lecture of his grandfather being at the slots all the time. And so anyway, the villain for lack of better, better terms for this episode, he goes on to describe, you know, it's, you know, all of these, our business is funded on that tiny percentage of those who are addicted and they make up a huge margin of like the huge profit margin. It's this tiny amount that's addicted, but it's okay because we, you know, provide the service for addicts. Like, Hey, if you're an addict, call this number and you can get help. Right. But it's, it's those few that actually have the addiction that keep it going. And it doesn't even take the majority of the population. It just takes the, the few and um, so yeah my question is is the the research that you've done does, does anybody mention such a phenomenon uh, which phenomenon the fact that it's a, a tiny minority of addicts that keep the business running like it could be you know only 15% of the population is funding this sort of behavior this sort of thing like a, a casino is only open because 15% of the population of where it is is keeping it in business. 
Right. But they're the addicts. They keep going back. Yeah. Like, even even an alcohol company, like who keeps them afloat? Is it the binge drinkers that really drive a ton of business, or is it? I'm sure. Obviously, it's a mix, but who's giving how how big is the addict population that's contributing to mm-hmm. whatever business it is whether it be cigarettes alcohol uh gambling and apps right <laughs> apps that, is right there that that's that's an accurate assessment man no i'm asking is it accurate did any of the studies actually prove that or it, it, like i said this was just something i saw in south park and yeah. I didn't look it up because a lot of times when they make a point, it sounds stupid. And this is a show I've been following religiously. I'm addicted to the show. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's why and, I asked you earlier. You said no addictions. I was like, you have no yeah. addictions. That's why I asked you again. Remember? Yeah, I, I don't. I haven't watched the show in like I haven't watched an episode in a couple of weeks, but I'm not fiending for it because. You know, the, the, they pop up, and if I want to watch it, I can at any point because I own every season. Yeah. But um, certain things that they have brought up many times where I think are completely absurd turn out to be true. Yeah. For example, the, the Nintendo Wii. When I had no idea what Nintendo Wii was until that episode <laughs> aired, and when they even brought it up, I was like, that's the goofiest name for a, a video game system I've ever heard. That's Wee. it's so silly. This is clearly made up, and you know, a month or two passes, and then I see that the Nintendo Wii is a real thing. I was like, "What?" <laughs> and that's just one example of of the many things that they've done where I thought are just silly. That it turns out it's like, oh, they actually do their homework. So I wouldn't be surprised if their whole addiction thing, you know, the way they described it is is that real? I just I just was curious listening to your um, show this morning, did that actually come up? Wow. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if that's really the, the basis of certain businesses are run or funded by addicts. <laughs> Am I keeping absolute afloat? Probably not, but and I, I'm It, it's just it leads to a lot of different thoughts. Whenever, whenever I listen to your pod, any of your cast, uh, any of your shows, mm-hmm. it's it's very thought provoking. That's why I enjoy it so much. It just gets those gears moving. Good man. I and then I usually that. try to take notes and uh, on what my thoughts are and bring something that wasn't brought up on on the show. So to this this platform. Yeah, man. That's cool, man. I really appreciate that, man. You have no idea, man, because you gotta understand, man. I've been doing radio for for quite some time in one genre, okay. The, the bulk of my career has been in hip hop in the music format of radio, and now this year is like ten years now. I've been doing talk radio, and. Uh, it's really special. That's your chance, the the place to spice it up with everything. There, there's no limit, other than uh, SC. Uh, what is it? Uh, the FCC or is it 
SCC. I think it's F. And what the hell is that that group called? There's some like government group that limits what you can do and say on radio. Oh, uh, what the hell are they called? They they censor everything. Not everything, but a lot of stuff. FCC? FCC. It is FCC. I don't remember what that stands for. If you'd asked me 30 minutes ago, I could probably tell you. But yeah, it's a federal, federal communications. Yeah. I, I, FCC. I, I, this is what I tell my students about the FCC. Oh. Whenever you heard of FCC, it's, it's, it's the popo for radio and TV. Yeah. It's, po- it's popo for radio and TV. If you hear FCC, it's, that's the police. For radio and TV, all right. There you go. And that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you know, you get into the intricates of the laws and, and and rules and regulations and things like that. That's that's fine. FCC regulated. You know. Yeah. But the the, the understanding is that you take it with the mindset that okay, FCC is the police. You know, but here's the thing with radio that I've learned. You know, with this internet and this podcast shit we're doing right now is that people that are are not that are a little bit younger that haven't you know understood radio or what have you and have grown up in this this digital age they think that anything that they hear on is radio and <laughs> radio and internet is different and that's yes. been my big thing. Maybe I need to do a show on that, man. Well, because that's something that really, 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 really bothers me, man. And and I just I, I got I got to come to the understanding. That people just don't know. Like they've been programmed. Let me tell you how people have been programmed. Even people that have grown up on radio, you know, that have evolved into this digital age where everything is on the internet that they listen to. And every like most people categorizes anything that they hear online as a podcast or internet, you know. Yeah. And there's people that take things from radio or and or television and put it online. And that's funny because like when you put things from television to online. Uh, it doesn't get ruled as a podcast. You know what I'm saying? But when you hear any kind of audio that can come from radio, like terrestrial radio, like off of radio stations, and then, you know, put it on, it's all, like, anything talk. You know, anybody can do anything online or internet, and it's, you know, I don't know. It's, It's all about restrictions. So the internet... Okay, I, I may be talking to my ass here because of the booze. <clears throat> Privatization is not the term I'm looking for. Um, but it's there's a certain restrictions. It's it's difficult to put those limits on internet because nobody really owns it. And that's why probably certain things are... are, are <sighs> streaming services, for example... Um, it's it's look at it this way: it's direct to consumer in a certain way, because 
cable TV is only funded by, okay, not only just the service, but sponsors, you know, your commercials. People are sick of that. So, you know, that's, I think, I'd have to research again. This could be drunk babble. And if there was a way for people to, if it was, if this is like a YouTube thing where people could actually comment and correct me or, or send me real information, that'd be cool. <clears throat> but I think the, the fact that you can't really, res- you, you can't restrict live internet feeds. You can say false information, do all sorts of inflammatory shit. It can get edited or taken down later by somebody because mm-hmm. that's just how it works. I mean, Facebook does the same sort of thing. They got their restrictions now. YouTube does it because now it's it's no longer it's it's owned by public companies, which has government restrictions. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's where it sets in. Is you have a, a body that has cert- certain limitations that are s- set forth by uh, elected officials, uh, whether that be. Actually, it's exactly what it is because it's, it's, we live in a society where that sort of thing is free to come and go. Somebody can restrict it, but there's steps they have to go through versus somewhere like North Korea where their access to limit, uh, information is very limited and it's punishable. But it, it's happening now. It, it's become more difficult for them to control. Because of this age, uh, versus the television was completely government controlled because they can't watch certain TV. Um, for a while, it was restricted for them to watch any broadcasts, even from South Korea. Somehow, they started getting that sort of entertainment, and the government couldn't control it at the time. And now they've found ways to restrict it. And now it's just like, oh, okay, we know it's happening. So if you're caught, you're punished. We don't live in that sort of thing, that sort of society. So there you have it. The FCC is a less restrictive North Korea. I mean, does that make sense or am I just babbling nonsense? It makes sense and you're babbling nonsense. That's true. That that can happen. (laughs) Nah, that was good, man. It's good. That's all it is. It's, It's... elected, not even necessarily always elected, but there's somebody up there controlling the flow of information, whether that be paid sponsors or mm-hmm. government regulations. Um, uh, supposedly there is a new restriction in Europe where content on YouTube is going to be more regulated. Um in, in regards to, I think, intellectual property where you can't sample um, songs. Like if you were to do a, a, a YouTube video where you're talking about, okay, because, you know, I love Star Wars, a, a European audience may not necessarily be able to watch content about Star Wars if somebody was to even show a clip, not even like a full movie or even a, an image or a sound clip, not just an actual clip from the movie, but anything like that is now going to be under certain rules that they can't do that anymore. Hmm. And that's just for viewers. Like viewers in Europe are in the near future are no longer going to be able to 
uh, view such things. And yeah, it's, it sounds like just more government restrictions on information again. So they don't want you to, it's, it's just limiting information where it used to be free for all. Mm-hmm. Shit got out of control. Oh, we don't want you to see this for whatever reason. It could be more big conspiracies of this makes us look weak. And we're the ones in power. We obviously don't want that. Mm. Or the almighty mouse isn't making as much money as he could. Let's restrict this. <laughs> and that's another <laughs> battle that came up today, which I'm not going to get into because it's it involves Star Wars. And I can hey, go on forever about that. And I'm not going let, to right now. Let's go. Let's be random, man. Let's go Facebook Live, me and you. Go Facebook Live and, and bring me in. Let's stop this and go Facebook Live. <clears throat> that, um, I don't know how to do that. Well, when you go into your Facebook app, just look for, you know. I get, I, I get how to do that, but to have a conversation... You'll see it. It'll pop up. Believe me, it'll pop up. And I can bring you in? Yeah, yeah. Is that the uh, where we want to go? Because isn't Facebook kind of dying? Is there a way to do this on Twitter? Because that seems to be not... Well, yeah, yeah, we can do it on Twitter. I got Periscope. Um, what? <laughs> what did you call it? Periscope on Twitter? You got Twitter? <laughs> I do, but I don't know what the fuck Periscope is. You can go live on Twitter. Alrighty. Uh, we are going to put a... Uh, we're going to end this... Oh, God. Anchor. We're going to end the Anchor Potty Humor. And we're going to try yeah. to take this to Twitter. Yeah, let's do that. And if it doesn't work, we'll see you all yeah. next Monday. And I'll FaceTime call you to just say, I fucked up. No, nah, let's do <laughs> this. Let's go on Twitter, man. All right, peace. I'll talk to you in a few.